Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And then, like, I got enough, like, positive feedback that I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to try to, like, like record this and see, you know, how it goes and see if I can make tapes. And I tried to do everything myself just to see how, like, if I could do it. And, yeah. And it, it, it went very well. So, like, like I basically try to take that same energy and, and do it to something that was a little bit more serious. And, like, um, some partly, like, was basically, like, that project. And, like, I wanted to take it a little bit more serious. But at the same time, like... I like, I'm, you know, I, I got, I got, you know, rent to pay. I got all kinds of, so yep, it's like, yep. well, what if I try this to record it myself? And, you know, and, and that's what I did. So I was like, dude, I, I can get this music out and, you know, on my own dime that I don't have. <laughs> so I was like, I'll, I'll just, I'll just record everything myself. And that's what I did. And I mean, it doesn't sound the best, but I mean, you get the gist of it, you get the idea. And then like, hopefully somewhere down the line, I can, actually record it and, 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 you know, get get an actual record done and, and, you know, do whatever I got to do with that. And, well, it yeah. seems like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a side, it was a side project solo thing. And then you got asked to play a show with crowbar. Uh, I'm assuming the show is probably not going to happen though, mm-hmm. right now, or did it get canceled? No, yeah. No, yeah. Cause it, it was supposed to be last Tuesday and it, okay. it, got, it got, it got canceled because crowbar, um, basically they're, they're uh, they were touring, um, out to LA to meet up with Sepultura and, and oh, okay. Sacred Reich. So, uh, they were going to play that show and then start the tour the next day with, with uh, Sepultura. Uh, a couple of their shows on the way to California got canceled and then the Sepultura gig got canceled. So yep. then that they're just like, okay, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to do anything. And, the everything's canceled. The yeah. world is canceled right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, what, uh, for someone that's already a like, anxious, like, it's not that big of a deal for me. Cause I'm like, like my normal anyway. So like whatever. So but, social isolation <laughs> is normal for you. Uh, I wouldn't say complete isolation, but definitely social. Like I just hang out with my fiance at the house with, with our yeah. dog and, and we just chill. Um, I, I'll go to my family sometime. Um, so I'm definitely like, like, I mean, I, I do have some social life, but, but it's, it's not, not that much these days. Cause I, I just, try to kind of keep to myself to save money. And I know like when I'm around people, like I is, is when I become generous and want to just money to have a good time. Yeah. You can't be and being I, I around. Can't really do that. I can't really do that. I can't be around people because they, 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 they then you'll buy them. <laughs> you'll buy them. Yeah, exactly. Man. Exactly. Dude. So yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to nowadays I'm just trying to eat right and, and drink way less and just, just, you know, 
just write riffs. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. What I'm just trying to do. <laughs> but uh, what what I was gonna ask is, uh, <clears throat> so you got the band, uh, you got a band together to play live because you were getting ready to play that crowbar show. So yeah, you have a full yeah. lineup now. Yeah. Nice. I, I have, I have guys that I have guys that, that, that are down. Um, we just need to, to correspond. Like once all this stuff, uh, blows over, we're going to try to plan uh, a show and uh, like a, a, a proper first show and, um, try to try to get it off the ground. And it's, it's going to be extremely part-time. I, I don't want yeah, yeah. I don't want to play too much and like, it's, you know, but, but we're, we're going to do what we can. Yeah. I have a, I have a, a couple of good friends lined up and, so I'm I'm stoked to you know get it or try to try to get this off the ground with some shows and you know do my thing or our thing. Well, I'm stoked for your side projects. I'm stoked for the new Zabalba record. You guys are teasing it with an artwork by Dan Seagrave. But I got some mm-hmm. questions here for you, a little bit more uh, just kind of basic questions. But I threw in some fun ones uh, that are kind of more geared toward I know some of your tastes. So. Yeah. Uh, What's uh? Tell me a little bit about uh. What was growing up in Pomona like uh for you uh uh and what was like the music scene in Pomona? Because I know you kind of first got into like punk and and hardcore music. Yeah. Was there was there a big punk and hardcore scene in Pomona? Uh, you know, surprisingly, that there. I mean, like Pomona is is. I mean, it's your typical kind of working class kind of like uh you know quote unquote gang infested area. Yeah. Um, but it's um surprisingly with that that type of culture and that type of like, you know, activity that was going around in, in, in the neighborhoods around here. Like there was actually a lot of like a good number of punk punkers and like, um, eventually hardcore kids, uh, um, you know, but, uh, mostly like punkers and like metalheads because uh, of, uh, um, the glass house. So there was a venue called the glass house. Oh yeah. I saw uh, the gates there with you. Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. That was great. Hell yeah. And, uh, so that, um, because, because of that venue, it, it brought a lot like, a you know, just, a lot of cool things and, and punk was they, they would constantly do punk shows um i mean for a while that like it became like the punk like hangout but like even when, when there wasn't like punk shows going on there uh, kids would just go there just to kick it and, and, and just just get into trouble get off yeah that part of pomona was um kind of like a, a like a i always called it growing up the neutral spot because you didn't really have to ah. worry about like like gangs or or, 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 you know, dudes hitting you up, you know, asking you what neighbor you're from or neighborhood you're from, you know, um, it was a spot that like, they never really went to. Cause it was a, a kind of a, a, around that time was kind of like a dead downtown area. Like they had the glass house and they had like this little shop called monkeys to go. And then they had the Fox theater, but it was like a rundown theater that, that did just raves here and there. But, um, it, uh, it, it, it was, yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of punk stuff going on. And then like, when um we started playing like more like when i started playing like hardcore shows in in like my first band we would uh that's when like i noticed like hardcore kind of started getting like infused and into pomona a little bit more um because they started doing a lot more hardcore shows at the glass house too with with the shows and they kind of just got rid of punk shows altogether because they were just they became too violent too too crazy and then like and then the hardcore shows didn't last too too much longer because same thing just got too violent (laughs) too crazy and uh, but uh but i mean every blue moon they'll they'll do like a hardcore like a hardcore more like like a metalcore thing sure but they they still do metal shows and stuff like that and uh, it's it's yeah it it was definitely a a cool place to grow up a a lot of into like a lot of stuff going on like amazing mexican food amazing oh yeah 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 oh yeah because this this the city's i think 79 percent 
Uh, I mean, it's, it's the fourth largest uh, um, city in Los Angeles County. So, and it, and it's 79, like 79, 80%, uh, you know, Latino, Hispanic and Mexican, you know? And so, yeah, there's good Mexican spots here, but I, 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 my favorite, I know, you know, you're going to ask top three, top three, top three. Um, I would say Tijuana's tacos, um, best just, just taco spot. I think it has like that, that TJ style, um, that TJ style of tacos with the like guacamole chili. And then, um, I would say, um, Mexico Lindo, but yeah, Mexico Lindo. Cause, uh, my family, we, that's like the spot that we went to, like after church every week yeah. growing up. And then even today, like, like, like when we were all together and we don't feel like cooking, it's just like, oh, I'm gonna go to Mexico Lindo or let's all just go to Mexico Lindo and dine in or, or we'll go pick some, or, you know, whatever. So, um, it's definitely like a comfort spot for us. Uh, for my family. So Mexico Lindo. And then, uh, I would say, I would say, um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to pick cause well, I have a, a, a menudo spot that, that I go to when I, when I'm hungover oh, okay, to, okay. to get menudo and like, like people don't know menudo is like one of the best is it's like a top tier hangover, feel good cure. Like it makes you feel good. And, and it, it, it almost, it, I don't know if it's in my head, but it almost cures your, your hangover almost like within minutes of eating that. And then Is that the, the, the cure like, for the coronavirus? You know, it, it might be because <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know the, the, the proper numbers, but Mexico has like very, very minimal in, uh, cases <laughs> and they won't even let Americans into the country. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, uh, this new spot because uh, since like, like I have kind of a, uh, uh, cut down my, my meat, uh, intake. Um, there's this place called, uh, uh Boreguitas in Pomona that that's a vegan, uh, it's all vegan Mexican food. And nice. Well. Yeah. So I, I'd say my Boreguitas, but, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Haritos, though, shout out for the menu. <laughs> uh, well, Brian, wh- uh, where do you go after church these days? Uh, <laughs> to my room to, to, to play music. <laughs> Growing up in Pomona. Uh, what was the, first, yeah. What was the first CD you ever purchased on your own? Uh, like the not very first CD yeah. I ever purchased with your own money, not given to you by a cooler older brother or like your, your mom or your grandparents, like the first one you actually purchased on your own. Okay. Well, I got, I got two answers. So the very first CD that I purchased, it wasn't with my money but it was with the gift card that my dad gave me because he got a gift card for uh, his birthday but he's um at a certain age he kind of didn't really care to, to buy cd so he's like oh you can have it um i bought bush 16 stone in yeah. fifth grade yeah and then uh but but when i finally i got some some birthday money and i bought uh and it was like 96 or 96 i think it was and i bought um no, no, actually it was a little bit after, after I got that 16, cause it was in fifth grade. So it was my birthday when I was in fifth grade and I bought a corn self title. Okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Blind. <laughs> yeah. Are you and then, ready? And then, yeah. And then my mom got me like, uh, in between those two CDs, my mom got me a uh, green day dookie and uh, offspring smash. Um, cause I had like mowed the lawn, like X amount of weeks straight and you know, that's right. <laughs> so that was my reward. What uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. what oh, were your Mexicans? <laughs> what were your first hardcore and metal uh, bands that you liked, and and how did you get turned on to those, like MTV or what? Strife, Strife. Nice. Uh, basically, um, my sister 
was telling me and my cousin about, uh, it was in the sixth grade. Um, and, uh, she was telling us about, uh, cause like we started li- like liking like more like uh, aggressive music and stuff like that. And we were listening to all kinds of crazy shit, Guardian, Pantera, Slayer, Metallica, all that shit. And, um, but Bad Religion and Pennywise were, were like, like and, and Ramsey were our, our favorites too. So like, yeah. she was like, Oh, if you guys like punk, like you guys will probably like this band called Guttermouth. And we're like, Oh, that, that sounds like a crazy name. Like, hell yeah, that sounds sick. Yeah. So, uh, she, um, told my Nina about it. So for my birthday that, that year, it was in 97 and, uh, um, it was my birthday. So my Nina bought, uh, she bought us all tickets to go see Guttermouth. And it was, uh, it was Descendants last tour. Oh man, that's awesome. Um, so it was Descendants headlined Guttermouth played under them less than Jake played before them. And then strife opened the show. What Actually, a cool there was a band that played before. Yeah. Yeah. There was a random, there was a random local band that played before strife, but, but we got in like right as they finished. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I literally had no memory of what, who it was, what they sounded like, but, um, we, we got in and I, I went and, and we bought a, a gutter mouth shirts and, um, we went to, uh, to go stand up front for uh, strife. Cause we were just, you know, we, we didn't know anything like any better. So we just went and this band strife starts playing, Uh-oh. jumping all over the place, all kinds of crazy energy yep. going on. And then I, I remember, um, it's crazy. Cause uh, I, I started tripping out cause, uh, uh, around that time, like a bunch of like news outlets were doing these in like weird stories on like straight edge and like hardcore punk yeah. and stuff like that. Military so straight I, edge. Yeah. So like I, I, I saw this, th- these kids with X's on their hands cause they were there for strife. And I was like, Oh, those are those crazy movies that, that, that are on the news. And so I was like tripping now. And then of course, like there was nothing to worry about when I started hearing him speak and I'm like, Holy yeah, these guys aren't like, right. He's, he's talking about some positive there. And, and like, um, so like, like that was like my first introduction into hardcore. And then like shortly after that, like my cousin, um, like, uh, like I think like the next year, um, or that, that year we got in, we found like snap case and like stuff like that. And then we started getting like the victory stuff. And then we stumbled on like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A documentary, a documentary VHS called release. Oh, I remember that was one. actually, I think done like, yeah. And I think it was done partly by victory records. And then, so that's how we discovered like earth crisis and, and, uh, um, all these other crazy shit that, that was going on. So like that, that was like another introduction into hardcore. And then just from listening to punk and like, we would, you know, go to like, you, we would like listen to you today cause they were still fast and kind of in the punk realm. And then they went to like sick of it all and blood for yep. blood and Bane. And then, and then just, just kind of snowballed from there. Like I, I started getting into stuff that was more heavy while simultaneously going back to stuff that I listened to when I was a kid and rediscovering like what it actually was like Pantera Slayer and, yep. you know, like, like more metal stuff. And then, so like, I'm just looking for the, the next, like, you know, crazier, extreme, heavier, and you know, yeah, that's kind of how it, that was my, my first introduction into like hardcore and stuff like that. And then of course, Headbangers Ball, like, like when I was growing up too, cause Sepultura and oh yeah, like I said, Pantera, all, all that. Did. Like I just, yeah, man, I, Headbangers Ball was, was a big thing for me and my cousin back in the day, my cousin Paul, shout out to my cousin Paul. <laughs> well, one thing about you is that, uh, you are constantly seeking out new bands and, uh, constantly seeking out new doom death metal. You're always uh, posting on your yeah. Instagram stories about what you've been listening to. Um, uh, what have been, what have been some bands you've been digging like maybe in the last week or so? 
or last couple weeks? Newer bands. I, I, I wouldn't say that they're they're a newer band, but uh, they just put out a, a new record that's sick that I've been hooked on is that um, this black metal band called Blaze of Perdition. Oh, I've heard of um, them. Yeah, yeah, and then and then um, Cult of Fire too. Like like uh, they um, just put out a new record um, that I've been like hooked on, and like, like I, I waited for my pre-order to get here because <laughs> it was like one of those I was like I, I need to have I need to have the so I yeah the, the record, but yeah, Cult of Fire. Um, uh, some newer bands, uh, or just new records. I don't even know. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be a newer band. Maybe just a, a newer release. Just, just newer. Uh, man, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm constantly like listening to a lot of stuff. Uh, I have my, my Spotify uh, opened up just to give me, Oh yeah. There's this, uh, band. They're, they're actually from, uh, um, uh, from out here, I think, uh, they're called, uh, a, a it's, uh, um, like a like a Nahuatl like word. I'm not really sure what it means, but it's like has that like kind of like a like a Mexica Aztec vibe, but it's like black. Oh metal. wow! Say that like, again. Like, What's their name? Uh, a Yuali. Oh, okay, cool. Yawali. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. I, I'm, I'm probably uh, mispronouncing it, but they're from Los Angeles, and uh, it's like kind of like a like in the realm of like blue hummingbird on the left, full on kind of stuff, and uh, same 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 energy, same vibe. You know, just like kind of like really ritualistic like Mexica black metal, Aztec black metal kind of stuff. And, uh, that, and then like, like that, uh, that band got me, um, to kind of go down a rabbit hole with, with stuff that was put out by them. And there was another band, uh, called, uh, uh Viento. That's, I think they're from Los Angeles too. It's, it's the same thing, kind of like, a um, more of like a melodic kind of black metal, like, uh, like atmospheric black metal. Okay. And, uh, uh yeah, that and yeah, so some other shit. Just, just all kinds of stuff, man. Like, um, yeah, dude. I don't know. I listen to some of stuff that I have to kind of like go through my 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 library and see. Oh, okay, this this this. I got to admit that sometimes I take screenshots of your story just so I can find out about some stuff that I don't know about. <laughs> Add it to the metal shop playlist, yeah. man. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, you yeah. should have your own radio show. <laughs> well, let's talk, ran, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about realm of madness. So you and uh, some friends, actually, you guys have uh, your own um, uh, metal podcast called realm of madness. And uh, it's been going on for quite a while now. Um, yeah. Not on Spotify. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's kept you uh, motivated to do realm of madness, man. It seems like a, a fun vibe going with you guys. Yeah. I mean, the main motivation behind it is it's, it's just a, it's basically just an excuse to, to get together like with, with, with our friends and just kind of hang out and shoot the shit and like drink a little bit and, and then just record what we talk about. And, yeah. Cause a, a lot of the times we won't really have anything like planned out. We'll have like a couple like bullet points of what we yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about, but it's just mainly just shooting the shit and like, and then like lately we've been trying to, since we, we, we did the Spotify thing, or on Spotify, we've been trying to keep it to where we get like uh, guests on the show just to kind of make it a little bit more interesting and, and less re- redundant. And, you know, like, oh, you hear these shooting the again for the million time, quoting Goodfellas and Sopranos. Like, you know, it's like, okay, we heard that um, a million other times and, and, we, and we always use the same references. So it's like, yeah, okay, we thought we, we'd like try to like make it a little bit more interesting by trying to have like a guest on every week and, you know, doing like little mini interviews and just shooting the with them and stuff. So, well, that's one but thing. Yeah, yeah, basically that's kind of what keeps us going is just to hang out. 
Realm of Madness. So check it out. Uh, that is one thing, though, about you is uh, hanging out with you and also little Brian uh, from uh, formerly of Zabalba in uh, Supernatural Psycho. Is that a band? Supernatural Psycho. Yeah, Supernatural Psycho and then Born Sinner. Yeah, those bands. He's in Born Sinner, um, too. In New York City. Uh, hope he's doing well over there in New York City. But you guys, um, both, you guys have like constant banter of like you guys are perfect quote like you guys quote movies like no one (laughs) i've ever met before and you were talking about quoting goodfellas and godfather and stuff what are your top three movies to quote um top three movies uh i would say of course goodfellas uh since i already said goodfellas i would say a casino um wedding crashers for sure Definitely all the Friday movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, honestly, there's 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 literally countless movies that that we reference and quote, and, and even if they're not direct quotes, there's a lot of references and a lot of like uh, um, you know paraphrasing like that, just to kind of make our own. And yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of that going on, man. I mean, the, the, yeah, the, I, I can. It was kind of hard to like even like it's kind of hard to even think of what. Cause it's just, yeah, there's just so many <laughs> Sopranos, like, like, yeah. like everything, like <laughs> one of my favorites just, is, uh, one of my favorites is dirty work. That's a very quotable movie. Oh yeah. Oh, dirty work. Hell yeah. That, that, that's, that's a, that's a good one. Me, me and Brian and Jason for sure love to quote that one. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's, it's great. It's like I punch you in the stomach. huh? <laughs> Every now and then we'll, we'll, we'll use that. And like, you know, for whatever reason, like randomly we'll, we'll just start saying Mr. Kirkpatrick and yeah, it's just all kinds of stupid and like, like just <laughs> references. Well, here's yeah, your $2. We're, 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 we're just giant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, 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 actually the one that, that, that we, that we, we say like all the time is like, like, come on, it smells like fish. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, let's show this guy what we do to f- what we do to f- uh, feds, and yeah, we 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 quote that sh- like yeah, all the f- time. Is he Andrew ripping Wood. my arm off and beating me with it? Oh my Is god! He <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a great. <laughs> so you uh, are a big Sopranos head, and and I just finished watching it. Uh, shout out anyone that's in isolation right now. If you've never watched Sopranos, oh, I there's not a news. It's not a news flash or anything. You're probably the only person. I thought like I was the last person to watch it, but I finally finished it. And the whole time I was texting you like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they killed so and so and all this stuff." Um, yeah. you're a huge Sopranos head. Uh, who are, I, uh, who I are Tony Soprano tattoo? Oh my God. <laughs> and your dog is named Soprano. And my dog's name is Soprano. <laughs> uh, some of your favorite, some of your favorite supporting characters. And what are a few of your favorite episodes? Um, favorite supporting characters. I, I, I gotta go with Sil, Silvio Dante. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know you're a big Janet he's just, guy. He's just, he, he, he's one of the, like, like, he's kind of like, what, like, yeah, he's no, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just, he's just very, like very level headed. He's very oh, yeah. cool, calm yeah. and collect. Yep. Never get, gets over, over, you know, over emotional with things. He's always, he wouldn't be sweating coronavirus calculated with him. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's a reason why he's, he's Tony's consigliere because he's, he's like, yes, like I said, he's cool, calm and collect and he's very insightful. He's smart. But he, he's also down to to do something. Like oh yeah, he killed Adriana. He 
he uh, uh, he killed alert. that one guy that was like in his ear in season uh, six. Yeah, spoilers, my bad, bro. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he he he's twenty years ago. Still for sure. Um, <laughs> straight up but yeah still for sure um uh i mean of course paulie walnuts just because he's a f- he's just a tough guy yeah um christopher Montesanti because he was a little bit more complex yep and uh i i i, I mean, of course bobby bacala because he was just kind of like a sweetheart like he was uh you know just he's like the like only sweet- good human being on that show yeah yeah like through and through very, the only good yeah. human yeah, him and yeah, him and John, John Johnny Sack were probably like the, the 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 most decent on the show. But even though Johnny Sack had his flaws, but yeah, but uh, but the same with, with, with Bobby. Like he he was very like you know he got bullied a lot, but, but by the other guys. But he also like when it came when Bush came to shove and he had to do like some tough, he would do it. And you know he'd like it's just kind of uh, I find myself uh, 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 identifying the most with Bacala just because oh. like I, I'm a sweet person at heart, but like if something, if I need to muscle something, then I have no problem you know, doing that. You remind me more of AJ actually. <laughs> during his, his age, during his metalhead years, maybe, but, but, but I turned into a, <laughs> what was that what was the character what, uh, what was the character when he was uh wearing the leather it was a joke it was a joke oh Vito, yeah fucking Vito. Vito's, you know Vito too man i i, I loved Vito's character because he was awesome yeah. he was very funny and and, and you know the, the the whole gay thing was just just it's sad dude. like it's yeah. like, like you never you never think about you know a, a, a gay wise guy and and like i mean i'm sure that that you know is you know, yeah. real and, and they are in the closet because they come out it's you know the, with, with either they're gonna get yep it's uh it's sad it's very sad and you're kind of just like oh, that sucks man do they really gotta kill me but, but in that world is Wait, i'm gonna put a spoiler alert on this video for anyone yeah <laughs> major spoilers yeah, yeah my bad uh, <laughs> but yeah I, I i could go on man like the, there's just so many <laughs> Well, we won't uh, keep oh, your R- Ralphie Ralphie Silveretto. Oh and, my god! Honorable <laughs> mentions. Those yeah. guys are crazy. <laughs> Just for sheer entertainment, those guys yeah. were like great antagonists. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, man. I'm not going to keep you all night, but I do have one last question. Uh, what are so we all know the big four of Thrash, Anthrax, Slayer, Metallica, and uh, and Megadeth. Right, did I get that right. Anthrax, Slayer, Metallica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's is I got your, those? Yeah. What's your big four of death metal? Yeah. I, well, I was gonna say I, uh, I'll tell you my big four, but I also got to give you my big my big three uh, Sopranos episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We forgot that big three <laughs> Sopranos. Okay, so episodes. death metal bands. My big four, my personal big four, are Morbid Angel, Obituary, Bolt Thrower, and Disembowelment. And then Ooh. honorable mentions, death and suffocation. Disembowelment's not one I've <laughs> I've heard thrown in the big four. I like it. That um, oh, I I love I love disembowelment. I mean, if if you like, like that's basically what I'm ripping off when, when I write uh, some poppy stuff. Is nice disembowelment and and disembowelment and, and mortician is basically what I'm going for for for, for that <laughs> mortician. <laughs> nice. I like oh, how yeah. mortician <laughs> has become like more popular just Dude, based on memes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I'm all about the the the, the, mor- the mortician resurgence, man. Because like, like uh, I remember, I, I got into them like in probably around 2004, 
is, is when I kind of started listening to more death metal and like, yeah. they were just like, like perfect for me to, to get into. Cause it was short, fast, like heavy as, and some of the heaviest songs. And so like, that was one of the first like death metal bands that started getting into around that time. And, and yeah, dude, I was still one of, one of my favorites. If you want to talk about ugly tone, but, but that uh, is, that is a band with ugly yeah. tone. Oh, yes. That's, that is a, <laughs> Yeah, oh man, it's a disgusting tone for sure. <laughs> All right, we're getting to the end of it. Uh, news of Bulba record coming out here uh, in the end of May. Anos and Inferno, but we do have to ask: What are your three Sopranos episodes? To, to okay, start? Uh, I don't want to like like. Uh, I definitely have it thought out, so I don't want to just say the Pine Barrens because everybody knows that the Pine Barrens is, is one of the greatest. It's so good. And and for people that haven't seen it, it's season three, episode eleven, and it was directed by Steve Buscemi. But, nice. Uh, my favorite, um, without mention that is is uh, season six, episode uh, uh, episode twenty. It's part of two. It's called the uh, Blue Comet, and uh, it's the second to last episode. But it's it's basically where New York and New Jersey, everything just fucking comes to a oh, like yeah. a boiling point. Yeah. And it's just like I I just remember like that the episode. Like it just fucking pops off and, and, and you can feel like the tension and the anxiety that, you know, is going on and everyone's just kind of watching their back, preparing yep, themselves. Yep, and then, yep. you know, the, the, the show, that show episode ends with Tony going to bed with big ass fucking like assault oh, yeah. rifle and shit. So yeah, the, 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 the blue comment. And then uh, another one is the white caps. That's from season four. Um, that one is the one where uh, basically like uh, the, the, the Russian, the Russian hula, calls uh carmella and and you know is yeah that's when things went started to go real bad yes. and, yeah. and the, the reason like that one is my favorite is because like that the acting that Edie falco and tony like their their scenes together where they're arguing is just so like powerful yeah and like you can like feel like the pain in, yep. in carmella and like where it's like is, is this is, is she actually acting or is this real like yep you know you kind of you, you know, yeah, it's it's a, a pain that I think a, a lot of people have felt, and I think that's why that one st- sticks out. And then, of course, uh, Army of One. And mm-hmm. if you don't know of Army of One, that's the one where that Jackie April gets fucking murked because I hated that douchebag. And yeah, and then of course Paulie and but Paulie Goldsieri and Ralphie are, are beefing in that episode too. Yeah. And uh, and then of course at the end. Of of the episode, Junior Soprano sings "Core Ingrato," which is that like, was a, awesome. An, an Italian like uh, heartbreak song, and oh, it's beautiful. So that's why that's that's my top three. But uh, yeah. nice, dude. <laughs> I like it, dude. And that was very well thought out. I appreciate that. Uh, so, Big Brian, Brian Ortiz from Zabalba. Uh, your new record's going to be awesome. Uh, from yeah. Zampontli, uh, from Mortuary Punishment. Uh, where yeah. can we follow, where can we follow you and what do you want to plug? Uh, 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 you can follow me at, uh, uh, some I mean, if you can figure out the spelling, some potly doom on Instagram, Twitter, uh, God of emptiness with an extra S on all platforms. Uh, also, uh, this Thursday, uh, we drop, uh, the, the first of single. So keep an eye out for that. Stoked. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really excited for, for, for that. And then, um, yeah, yeah, just, just, I guess, just keep an eye out for all that shit and 
Have fun. <laughs> have stay, fun and stay safe. <laughs> stay safe. Stay inside. Stay quarantined. Your, yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> wash your ass. Yeah, wash your ass. Brian, <laughs> thanks a lot, man. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Night. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me. Have a good night. You too. This has been Middle Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.